You're listening to Medical Breakthroughs from Penn Medicine on ReachMD, advancing medicine through precision diagnostics and novel therapies. Here's your host, Dr. Charles Turk. Welcome to Medical Breakthroughs from Penn Medicine on ReachMD. I'm Dr. Charles Turk, and joining me today to discuss new developments in ovarian cancer detection and treatment is Dr. Janusz Tanyi, Associate Professor of Obstetrics and Gynecology at the Hospital of the University of Pennsylvania. Dr. Tanyi, welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having me. So let's begin by taking a look at the current screening landscape for ovarian cancer. Dr. Tanyi, what tools are presently being used and what are their limitations? So the major limitation is that there is no tools. There is no screening for ovarian cancer today. There were a couple of trials testing C125 and ultrasound to identify any way to screen patients for ovarian cancer, and it's all failed. So today, there is no screening methodology which can prevent or diagnose ovarian cancer in an early stage. And as we know, in early stage, stage one and stage two, these patients have no symptoms. And most of the patients diagnosed in stage three and stage four, it's over 70% of the patients diagnosed where the disease already advanced. And this is a major problem. If you can imagine that ovarian cancer is the number one cause of gynecologic cancer death in the United States with an estimated 21,000 new cases and about 13, 14,000 deaths every single year. In fact, Every 23 minutes, another woman is diagnosed with ovarian cancer. So this is a major problem. So with that being said, let's focus on the FDA's recent approval of a new imaging drug for ovarian cancer. What can you tell us about that? So FDA just recently approved in November 29, 2021, Cytolux in adult patients with ovarian cancer as an adjunct for intraoperative identification of malignant lesion. Cytolux is the first targeted fluorescence imaging agent that illuminates ovarian cancers intraoperatively, real-time, enabling the detection of more cancer for removal. Today, the surgeon's ability to achieve a complete resection in ovarian cancer patients impacts their long-term prognosis proven by multiple prior clinical studies. Cytolux serves as a tool, as an adjunct for surgeon to intraoperatively identify malignant ovarian cancer lesions that may otherwise be missed during surgery. And as I understand it, that imaging agent works in conjunction with TumorGlow, which is an intraoperative molecular imaging technology that relies on injectable dye to identify cancerous tissues. Can you tell us how these two components come together in fluorescence-guided surgery to help identify rogue ovarian cancer cells? Absolutely. So Cytolux is composed of two different agents. It's one folate or folic acid analog conjugated together with a near-infrared fluorescence dye. Why this methodology or these agents was developed and used? First, coming with the name Cytolux, Cyt, S-Y-T, in Latin means cell. L-U-X, Lux, in Latin means light, so lighted cells. Cancer cells quickly dividing and requires a lot of vitamins and other components to build up the intracellular DNA of the quickly dividing cell. These particle cancer cells express lots of folate alpha receptor to catch more and more folate for the quick cell division. We use the folate analog to occupy these folate receptors 
and we conjugate it together with a fluorescence near infrared fluorescence dye. So these particular dye infused to the patients, these goes all over the patient's body and stuck on the folate alpha receptor on the surface of ovarian cancer cells and endocytosed internalized into the cancer cells and more and more accumulated inside the cancer cells. And this is the way we are able to see the cancer cells better. We use near-infrared imaging technology. Previously, we used non-near-infrared imaging technology, but normal wavelength with visual inspection by normal eyes. But with near-infrared imaging technology, we reach that the tumor background ratio is much bigger, so we can see these tumor cells much better. For those just tuning in, you're listening to Medical Breakthroughs from Penn Medicine on ReachMD. I'm Dr. Charles Turk, and today I'm speaking with Dr. Janos Tanyi about new developments in ovarian cancer detection and treatment. So now that we understand how this new drug and tumor glow work together, let's take a look at the data. Dr. Tanyi, can you share some of the key findings from the study investigating this new approach? Absolutely. So I was a principal investigator of the phase three study, but I was deeply involved in the phase two study also. The primary endpoint of the phase three study was the percentage of the patients where we were able to identify extra disease which would have otherwise been missed and not identified by visual inspection and palpation during the surgery. Interestingly, we were able to identify extra tumor, which otherwise would have left behind. So interestingly, we were able to identify extra disease in 27% of the patients, which was not detected with visual inspection or palpation, but was found with cytolux and intraoperative molecular imaging. In the phase three study, it was exciting that in the subpopulation of interval debarking surgery, this percentage elevated up to 40%. It means that 40% of the patients during interval debulking surgery, we were able to identify extra disease, which were not identified with visual inspection and palpation. Also, we evaluated the safety profile of this agent. And as was proven in the phase two study, we further proved that in the phase three study, that this agent is very safe, only mild and moderate adverse events were found, such as nausea, vomiting, abdominal pain, headache, which usually resolved within one, two hours after the infusion of the agents, but never last longer than 24 hours. With all that in mind, how do you think this new drug in combination with tumor glow will impact patients with ovarian cancer? The ovarian cancer patient survivor depends on the hands of the surgeons. Multiple studies showed that if the patient can do a debulking surgery with no gross residual left behind, the survival is significantly better compared to the optimal debulking, where it's less than one centimeter in diameter of tumor left behind, or compared to suboptimal debulking when more than one centimeter in diameter tumor left behind. This study was closed recently. We don't have survival data to prove it. But theoretically, with helping the surgeon to find extra disease, we will reach better debulking and better done surgeries, and it will be on long-term possibly an impact of the survival of the patients. But at this moment, as I mentioned, as we closed the study recently, we don't have this survival data available yet to prove it. And before we close, I'd like to take a moment to look ahead to the future. Could this new approach be used for other types of cancer or even in other fields of medicine? Absolutely. 
First, it's very exciting that the phase three study in lung is ongoing and close to completion. Many quickly dividing tumor cells expressing folate alpha receptors. So these imaging agent can be used in multiple different tumor types who overexpress folate alpha receptors, including endometrial cancer, colorectal cancers. And also with the lung study, which is closing very soon, possibly will be the second tumor which will receive FDA approval of this agent. But absolutely multiple other tumor types can be targeted, identified with this imaging agent. Well, with those forward-looking thoughts in mind, I want to thank my guest, Dr. Janos Tani, for speaking with us today. Dr. Tani, it was great having you on the program. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Medical Breakthroughs from Penn Medicine. To download this podcast or to access others in the series, please visit reachmd.com slash pen. And visit Penn Medicine Referring Provider Resources, an exclusive program that helps referring physicians connect with Penn. To learn more, visit www.pennmedicine.org for healthcare professionals. Thanks for listening.